apostle because I persecuted the church of God, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain or without success, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. There's a a couple interesting things that just struck me, even as I was reading this last week during our scripture reading. He speaks about grace being bestowed, and he says that that grace that was bestowed upon him was not done in vain, or it was not done without success. So where grace was bestowed, it did what it was set out to do. And as a result of that, he labored more abundantly than they all as of the same the same result, grace. He, he labored because of the grace of God, which was with me. He says, it's not I. It's not I that's doing that. It's the grace of God, which was bestowed upon me. And as a result, I labored more abundantly. And we talk about Paul a lot. And we talk about Paul knowing nothing about personal merits, right? He knew nothing about what it was to be saved because he did something or he was worthy of it. He, in this passage, he says, I'm not even worthy to be considered. I, I shouldn't even be considered to be an apostle on my own standing, right? He, he calls himself a persecutor, right? A persecutor of the church of God. The, the, very, the very organization, if you will, the very thing that Christ died for, he said, I was the greatest persecutor of that, Right? And yet he later writes in 1 Timothy 1, 13 and 14, he says, I obtained mercy. And he uses the same phrase, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ was exceeding abundant. So what's Paul saying? Paul is very clearly saying that he had no confession more suitable to him than by the grace of God, I am what I am, right? That's a confession of faith. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And that's equally appropriate for everyone in this room who's saved to say you are what you are by the grace of God, even though you're not a persecutor of the church, most likely. I don't think any of you were going around trying to seek Christians before you got saved. I don't think any of you were trying to burn down church meeting houses. I don't think any of you were trying to injure. I don't think you were going to rulers and saying, I want a license to go round up all these Christians. And it would be easy for us to say, well, I'm not like Paul. But yet we were all enemies of the cross before grace, right? So just quickly, Paul is stating that grace is not just something we know about, but grace is actually what we confess. We confess grace. We confess that's our doctrine. He says, by the grace of God, that's his doctrine. The grace of God is a doctrine, right? If you're saved, you didn't do anything to deserve it. You didn't do anything to to, to earn it. And the source of any goodness is because of God. The source of any goodness we have is because of what God gave to us. We were chosen in sovereign mercy. Everything was accomplished in us and by us through Jesus Christ. It's Christ who's also going to preserve us. We just got talking about the afflictions, right? It's even through the affliction, we're going to be preserved into eternal glory. It's grace that's going to carry you home. God's grace is the very thing. It's not just your confession for this life. It's what's going to carry you to the life to come. So it's our doctrine. Secondly, Paul learns what he says, by the grace of God, I am. Now, he's not claiming deity, right? When, when I am, Jesus said, I am, he's not saying that, but he is confessing, and he does this daily. I am what I am. So what you are today is what you'll be tomorrow. I am what I am by the grace of God. What am I still? I'm still a sinner. What am I saved by? I'm saved by the grace of God. We're made known, our depravity of our own hearts is made known to us every single day. 
you're reminded every single day of how undeserving you are of grace. If you're not, there may be something wrong. Because every day I'm reminded. I'm not worthy of this. I didn't earn it. I can't keep it. Anything I have, whatever I am, I have to confess I am what I am by the grace of God. When I sin, when I go astray, when I do something I shouldn't do, it's grace that brings me back. It's His grace. It's His mercy. When we do fall, when we do sin, what restores us? His grace. Right? We fall. We stumble. It's His grace. Paul rejoices by saying, I am what I am by the grace of God. But then notice the last phrase. He says, not only I am, but he says, what I am. The only thing that distinguishes us between us and the rest of the world is God's grace. God's grace distinguishing us and setting us apart. When you read the catalog of what man can do, sin that man can commit, right? You cannot forget the reality of what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6.11 when he said, and such were some of you, but now by the grace of God, you were washed, justified, and sanctified. My daily standing, my doctrinal confession every single day is that I have been called out, set apart by God. Had it not been for God's grace, I would have nothing to rejoice in. So today, what I'm simply just challenging us to think about just in these few moments is that when Paul says, by the grace of God, I am what I am, he's rejoicing in that. Um, It makes our ability to come unto a holy God in prayer through the blood of Jesus Christ all the more humbling. That we are only going into prayer because of grace. We're only going into prayer because of the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes, maybe more times than not, Prayer is communication, right? We are speaking with God, but it also should humble us. It should humble us to consider we're actually entering into the presence of God together, corporately. But we also do that privately. And so I hope that even before you utter a word of prayer, you may say along with what Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Okay, and I think that'll, I think that'll help us this morning as we think about these things.